Today on The Winning Walk with Dr. Ed Young. We are blessed to be a blessing, and we are blessed because God has given us a provision, an opportunity, an openness, and we have to accept and accommodate ourselves and receive those provisions which are fundamental to us on the basic doctrines of the United States of America. Do you get what a blessing is? The truth is the freedom we enjoy in America is a gift from God. Welcome to The Winning Walk with Dr. Ed Young. Today, Dr. Young brings a message called The Cost of Freedom and shares important biblical insight for the American church as our freedoms are beginning to be eroded away. Here's Dr. Ed Young with today's message, The Cost of Freedom. Talk to anybody who was born in a foreign country or who have lived for a period of time in a country other than the United States and listen to them. And in my experience, without exception, they are frightened more at the wokeness that America is now breeding than those of us who were born and raised here. They see what is happening here in their judgment is a tragic mirror of what they came out from. Anywhere in the globe, this is a member of our church who gave a witness to what I've just said. Listen. I lived in Houston for 22 years. I fled from China, but I cannot show my face because I'm concerned of my family's safety back in China. In that region, you do not have any freedom, you do not have any choice, you don't have a free speech, you don't have a free religions, and we have churches, but those church leaders, they are Communist Party members. If you have a Bible study, which is unauthorized, they consider that as a crime, you can be arrested. And I came to the United States just for not only freedom, and all for the American dream and a fair chance. And uh, this country has become more and more like communist. I can see what's happening here now and which this country is getting divided. That's not what I wanted to see this country become. As American, I think we should wake up now. We should see the big picture of what is coming. We cannot be influenced by the social media and by the media what they told us and we have to use our critical thinking to see the truth, to dig a little bit, to spend a little more time and focus on what's going on. As Christians, we also called to stand up, to face the evil, to fight with the devil, and to not be silenced in front of evil. And that's what 
what are we supposed to do as a Christian now? From our church membership alone, we could have hundreds, hundreds from countries around the world give virtually the same witness that she's offered to us. So I want us simply to look at freedom and remember something, the heavy price that was paid for freedom. If you want to have an exercise in history, just take a long look and take America out of the equation of the world and see what you would perceive what happened in the world today at a heavy price. We have a 155 cemeteries in which our heroes are buried in 42 states in the United States. We have other sections of most of our cemeteries that are given to veterans who've been brought back home who, who paid the ultimate price. Over 4 million people. There's another at least 130,000 that are buried in some 17 different countries all around the world and their remains were not even brought back to the United States. The cost of freedom. You remember when I quoted Martin Luther King, I'll paraphrase him, and what he said at Southern Methodist University about a year and a half before he was executed, murdered, became a martyr. He said that as long as there is division in the racial equations, black feeling they're superior to white, white feeling they're superior to black, prejudice, bigotry on either side, Dr. King said, a nation will never be free. As long as this is going on, if Dr. King were standing here, he would say, you can't have a nation that is free. But thank God, 99.9% .9 of us have come through that dark demonic valley, have we not? So we look at the First Amendment, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution. Boy, it talks about freedom. You've got four big words about freedom. And all four of those freedoms are in jeopardy today because of the woke agenda that is being forced upon all of us from every angle of our society. Now, it's interesting, during the period we were dealing with the virus, it's interesting that the one freedom that we lost first in that draconian moments of our history was the one that I would have said is, uh, you know, least important. What would that be? It'd be the fourth freedom, the, the, the freedom to voluntarily get together as groups, as family, right? That's, that's the fourth freedom. 
We have the freedom to do that. That freedom was taken away. And in the process, when that was taken away, the right of rightful assembly, all the other freedoms, the other three were trained. We had freedom of religion, but when that was taken away, we had freedom from religion. And then we had freedom from religion, and then we had freedom of speech, now we had freedom from speech. And that last one was taken away, and now we had freedom of the press, we had freedom from the press. Amazing, isn't it? How quickly those, we would say, indelible freedoms are confused and they are lost. The freedom of religion. How many countries in the world you have genuine freedom of religion? Would you like to count them on one hand, maybe, if you can find them, where people can express their religious faith? in freedom and in exercise of that, anytime, anywhere, that is freedom. That is a rare thing on the planet, ladies and gentlemen. You say, well, let me give you an illustration. Well, Israel has freedom of religion. No, they do not. We can go there in our own little groups and express religion, but you go there and try to have a, a crusade in any facility in Israel. When you call people to Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, you'll be put in jail, and you would think Israel of all places would have freedom of religion, let alone China, Russia, et cetera, et cetera, let alone the, the Muslim countries, right? Freedom of religion is a precious thing. And I can tell you in most countries, if what I have been trying to say in a biblical context for the last four or five weeks, it would have been called hate speech, hate speech, and I would be arrested or put down and maybe all of us would be in jeopardy and then we'd discover who stands up and who doesn't, wouldn't we? In about a skinny New York minute. Religion, freedom of speech, canceled. You say, well, what about in Australia? You know, that's sort of a Western country, you know. In Australia, this past week in Australia, a man was elected to be what we would call the commissioner of Australian football. And he was elected, and the first day he was in office, he was fired because they discovered he was a member of a church who did not believe in killing a baby in the mother's womb, and they fired him. He served for one day like he'd be the commissioner in our place of the NFL because he was an evangelical Christian. Bang, you're thrown out. You're canceled. Huh. Freedom of press. That's a joke, isn't it? That's a joke. You say, well, the press can say what they want to say. You know, I, I had sons, and we'd give them more and more leeway as they matured and growed up. We'd give them greater, greater freedom. Did we not all parents do that? But if they went back against that freedom, we would have to restrain them. Ed, the first time he went out in the car on a date, his driver's license said he had to be home by sundown. It got dark, and Daddy took off looking for him. By the way, there's no more frightening moments in the life of a parent when your kids go off of the car for the first time. Right, ladies and gentlemen? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
He was coming in the road as I was going out, thank goodness. You think I restricted his freedom from that time on? I sure did. You see, we have now those in the press, they report on the basis of their ideology and not on the basis of what may factual. That's the freedom of the press today. That's postmodernism. Therefore, they have lost that freedom as far as we're concerned. Anybody who's modifiedly literate. So we lose these four freedoms plus in a woke, dominated community. Freedom. And then what about the word liberty? Freedom and liberty are usually employed as synonyms, are they not? They're synonyms, but they really are not. Freedom is the freedom to, you know, throw that away, jump down, hit somebody. I mean, that's, we're free moral agent. We make decisions. We do. That's freedom. But liberty is sort of inside of freedom. Liberty put guard, puts guardrails on freedom. So you have rules and laws and civility and culture. And so it puts that in there on freedom. That is what liberty is. Liberty and justice for all. A nation under God. But let me tell you what's happened recently. This is a tragedy. I have to think about it to understand it. But we had an illicit marriage that is becoming devastating to us at this moment in history. Science got married to politics. Science got married to politics. The temptation to do that has already occurred in a strategic time in our history. I'm not an epidemiologist, of course. I'm not a, a climatologist, obviously. And I can't speak ex cathedra in these fields. But I am sort of amateur historian. And, and let's go back to 1970. And the big issue there was global cooling. Does anybody remember that? How many of you are old enough to remember that? Man, we're going to have a new ice age. Now, they tried to sell this to the political world, and some reason, they didn't buy it. This is before the marriage took place. Ice Age is coming. Look at the scientists, the climatologists, who saw this and shouted this out. Man, this is irrefutable history. But something happened. The catastrophic cooling morphed into catastrophic warming. Hold on to the word catastrophic. You see, it has to be catastrophic in order to scare the bejeebas out of everybody. And so we can get more control of we the people. See, a lot of people forget we got four branches of government, the legislative, the judicial, the executive, but the fourth branch is stronger than all three. That's we the people, ladies and gentlemen. That's we the people. Now, I said I'm not an authority, but I want to read what a very fine scholarly man has written, and I've paraphrased it a little bit. 
So it's not exclusively his, part of it is mine. Michael Knowles in his book entitled Speechless. Perhaps warmer weather threatens civilization. Perhaps it does not. Maybe the coronavirus poses an unprecedented threat on human life. Maybe not. In any event, Dr. Dictators, i.e. the Napoleonic Dr. Fauci, expects technocrats have no right to demand that we acquiesce to their every whim. A free people may welcome the advice of specialists, and we do, but we must also consider other non-scientific factors. Remember the marriage between science and politics? including the effects of a given policy on the economy, national security, popular culture, civil rights, social relations, welfare of our children, mental health, and other facets in our republic. If climate change really would destroy the world by 2031, as AOC claims, Science remains the servant of our nation and of the world, and a free republic, the people must set the nation's course. A man far more scholarly than most of us, certainly myself, gave us a very wise moment. You see, we don't submit to draconian efforts when those we've elected to be our servants becomes our Lord and our masters. And that is always derogatory and deadly to a free people when politicians marry science. Now, we are a blessed nation. Is that true? How did God bless us? Why did God bless us? Have we moved away from that blessing? Is it gone? Is that blessing coming back? Let me tell you how I think and why we have been blessed. I think that blessing is available to every nation. Whoa, wait a minute, yeah. Well, what about Israel? I think Israel in that day and age responded to God in setting up a a biblical basis that he gave to them through the Ten Commandments and through their salvation history with the coming of Jesus Christ, I think that's why God uniquely blessed and used Israel because Israel at that time responded to his revelation best that they could with the Ten Commandments and the covenants that were blessed. That's why I think God blessed Israel. He didn't just decide to put pitching dust on them. Let me see how that worked. Look at Jeremiah, chapter number 29, God speaking. He says, for I know your plans, United States, any nation, that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. 
and you will seek me, says the Lord, and find me. And when you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Did you get that? Uh, that, that is such a clear teaching all the way through God's Word. God gives provision, and then we have to respond to that provision. We have to step up and apprehend that provision, just like salvation. God has provided for us to know God in Jesus Christ, right? Jesus died on the cross, God, man, for your sin and my sin, and there is a provision for us to receive him and know him and have life now and forever, and also we have to accept. We have to respond that. This is the way with blessings. He's provided a provision, and America was founded on its basic doctrines with Judeo-Christian Provisions that's found in all of our foundational documents. Are they not? The Bible is the source of those. And because of that, he has blessed us as a people. But when we withdraw from those blessings and those foundations that he's given us, what has he given us in foundations? We've already looked at that. He gave us family. He gave us government. He gave us the church. And when we as Christians exercise freedom within those three basic fundamental God-given foundations, then God will bless us and continue to bless us. But when those foundations are broken and cracked and confused and destroyed, as the woke people would have them to be, the liberty and the justice, a nation and a God, he withdraws his hand from us just like he did in history to Israel all the way through those decades. We are blessed to be a blessing, and we are blessed because God has given us a provision, an opportunity, an openness, and we have to accept and accommodate ourselves and receive those provisions which are fundamental to us on the basic doctrines of the United States of America. Do you get what a blessing is? Do we understand what a blessing is? On this basis, on this basis, God can bless America. There was a family that lived in Siberia, and the Russians came, and their anti-Semitism, they burned the house of this Jewish family down, and the father escaped with the children, made his all his way to America, lived on the east side of New York. When this young boy came over as a baby, he was nine years old. His name was Israel Beeline. His father died. He's an orphan at nine. Somehow he made it by selling papers on the streets of New York. And he would go in bars and he saw those old beat up pianos and he began to play on those pianos. He had a natural gift for music. And everybody liked him. Man, he would play and they would give donations and finally he began to write music that sort of fit the mood of the day. And they would sing that song. They would look forward to 
to Israel? Is he coming in and playing those songs? And finally, he went on and he began to write sheet music. And he went to Germany in 1938, saw what was happening with Hitler there. He had served in the military previously himself. And he came back home to America and he was disturbed as he saw a demonic element arising in Europe. And he, he being thrown out with his family, Russia, when he was just a child. And he began to write more music and he wrote a piece of sheet music and they got his name confused. Instead of Israel Beeline, they put on it, Irvin who? Berlin. And he didn't correct it. And Irvin Berlin, what a guy. In 1938, Kate Smith was, had a radio show, she was a beautiful, powerful voice. And she asked this man, Irvin Berlin, what did he write? White Christmas, no business like show business. But she asked him to write him a song, write her a song, and he did. And he went and got an old trunk that he brought back when he was in the war, and he had written in that trunk a love letter to America because he so appreciated America because he came out of Russia. He had suffered, his family had been killed. And he, this was a love letter he wrote while he was in the army. And he said he never did use it or read it. It just stayed in that old trunk because he said it was so mushy. But when Kate Smith asked him to write something for her radio show, he took that old, old mushy thing there and he put music to the words. And that's where we get that prayer put to music, God bless America. Would you say it after me? God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above, from the mountains, to the prairie, to the, prairie. To the, ocean, to the ocean, wide with foam. God bless America, God bless America. Our, home. our home, sweet home. For far too long, the church has been asleep. It's time we wake up. While we've been silent, a godless culture has begun dismantling our country and our world. The foundations of the body of Christ have been eroded. We're being divided by gender, race, and social class. Our families are under attack and our children are being corrupted and confused. It's time for God's family to stand up against this woke culture. In The Church Awake, we will discover biblical solutions as we battle the forces that are ripping our country apart. It's my prayer that through biblical truth, we'll find the strength and courage we need to awaken the United States of America. You've been listening to The Winning Walk with Dr. Ed Young. Your prayers and financial support allow us to bring proven truth to listeners around the world. Connect with us at winningwalk.org. That's winningwalk.org.